This is the Three Preachers Podcast, featuring three preachers talking about life, church, and of course, the Word of God. And now, the Three Preachers Podcast. Welcome to the Three Preachers Podcast, the premiere episode of the Three Preachers Podcast. Sitting before you, which you cannot see, are David McLean, Woo! Chris Jones, and me, your MC for the evening. Devin. Chris, Chris nodded his head. I don't think he realized. Oh yes, he can't was, see. The, you or, have to or, audibly or, affirm. That you well, it's a good yet. thing that they can't see us because we're shirtless. So that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oops. Because you know, Devin just worked. You out. have to come to the Word of God. <laughs> Nothing. Okay. Anyway. Um, we are really excited about this podcast. This is this is not a replacement podcast by any means. This is an outgrowth. This is a a new creation that has come up out of the mm. Illuminated Word podcast, mm. the Three Preachers podcast, where me, David, Chris are going to get together and uh, give you an opportunity to. I was going to say an opportunity to hear from us. Uh, not that like that's a great thing, but an opportunity to kind of catch you up on what's going on at Westgate, um, as well as looking at a passage of scripture that is leading up to our sermon for that week. So, in that regard, it is similar to the Illuminated Word podcast, where hopefully your thoughts are being directed towards us coming together on Sunday, worshiping together, and focusing on this text. Uh, we're going to keep in that same that same vein of things. So. Um, that's my intro. That's my welcome. So welcome to the Three Preachers podcast. We're going to kind of have segments in our podcast, catching you up with us, catching you up with what's going on at Westgate, as well as our Bible study. So for our first segment, David, catch us up. That was the most obvious segue you probably could have done. Thank you. Yeah, good to here. Insert segue here. Yes, I think I'm I think trying it's to make really... your job easy. Thank they, you. Yeah, on the production end of things. Oh, it's I... easy for you now. <laughs> I think this is going to be great. I think it's good to get to know us. I mean, people need to know that Chris is just like everybody else. He puts his Gucci belt on one loop at a time, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you know, just to get real here, and... know what that is. <laughs> but but before you don't even know what that is, well, you have daughters, so I know you know what that That's is. Back. Uh, so, you know, before we move forward, though, there's something I have to address in the room, and, and maybe we'll call this the Critique of the Week. Time for the Critique of the Week. Mm-hmm. But, Chris, I can't even talk to you until I address this with you. Um, you flagrant foul on Sunday. Just flagrant foul. Uh, you misquoted, um, not scripture, because that's not, that's not what we're here to talk about. What I'm talking about here is you misquoted the great Yoda in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You are or you are not? Do not. What? What was that? I'll be honest. I didn't notice. Well, that's because you're not a nerd. Yeah. But, well, yeah, I, I misquoted the mythical green man from, from Dagoboth, and that, that even makes it worse, I guess, like saying it like that. But I actually had it topped out in my notes. That, that's what makes it worse. It's all I had to do was oh. look down and read it. <laughs> and once I, you know how you, once you've made the mistake, you just roll with it. Like you can't really go back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, you, you've, you've gone down this Up there path. in front of people. Yeah. When you, you've just got to roll. You with own it. it. Then you try to act like, you know, this is actually correct. And maybe Jedi mind trick pe- people will believe that was the right <laughs> quote, you know, but it didn't work. My favorite part is you've got all the other details, right? They go by everything. Yeah. But X-wing you, fighter but submerged. Exactly. You like that. <laughs> but you misquoted perhaps. The most famous line from, well, probably second famous line from all those movies, 
do or oh, so I, I want to give you a chance right now. Chris, can you oh, quote that it correctly? Would be beautiful. Now? That'd be beautiful. Here's here. Luke, I am your father. No, <laughs> that's not the most famous. Line. No, that's the most famous. I was talking about correct what you. Oh, okay. your mistakes are what was the most famous. Oh, no. no, a chance to correct. <laughs> oh, correct for oh, okay. everyone to hear. You you know it. Okay, here it is. Y'all ready? Mm-hmm. Do or do not. There is no try. Yeah, wow. there we go. Got it. Great job. It do is, us look, job. It's not written in my little steno pad. Uh, <laughs> do us all a favor next time and uh, misquote Paul or somebody, but do yeah, not I'll misquote. Try. Yeah, yeah. Misquote Jesus. Do not <laughs> misquote Yoda. <laughs> do not misquote Yoda. Uh, so how's everybody been doing this week? It is Thursday, so our week is almost over. I think so. Good. Um, yesterday is our 12-week mark for, you know, baby growing. Oh, uh, yeah. The worst and kept mama, secret on the planet. The worst kept secret <laughs> in Westgate history. Where we thought we, you know, we assured, we had assurance from Olive, hey, I'm not going to tell anybody. Which, you know, she's four, so, you know, you take that as you should. But it really, because we witnessed in front of people, she would come up to us and say, hey, can I tell them? And I would, we would say, no, you can't. And she wouldn't say anything. We're like, wow, Olive's great. Like, she's really good at keeping secrets. She was Meanwhile, yeah, the past four <laughs> weeks, she had been going into the children's ministry wing and saying, hey, there's a baby in my mama's tummy. So, yeah. And we've known, Devin, and we have not told you. That tells you what kind of friends we are. Yeah, which I don't know what kind of friends. It's a really weird way, though, to hold a secret from somebody who's holding the same secret from you. It is. Yeah, it's weird. That's why I'm still conflicted on. We couldn't really judge you because we were complicit in keeping a secret from you also. If if it makes you feel better, um, Olive tried to cover it up by then telling us in the van that it was actually a baby in her tummy. So, Uh, at least she tried. That is true. She did attempt. (laughs) She did attempt. I've also been spending, uh, for one of my classes, I've been having to go to a mosque. So I've been going to our local mosque here in Dothan. That's interesting. And that's been very interesting. I was supposed to spend like a certain amount of hours. So I was there last night for their, you know, Ramadan celebration or whatever. And they they pray for two hours to celebrate Ramadan coming in. That's pretty intense. It's super intense. So, so that's that, been my week. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's more interesting than my it's week. It's for a class. Is that what we're saying? Quote, quote unquote. It's for a class. class. Yeah. Is this a new secret you need to tell us? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Well, don't worry. We know, but we're not going to tell Another, you. Another, yeah. <laughs> Backup secret. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, uh, as your kids get older, you start doing things that uh, you thought, why am I out here doing this right now? And for me this week, it was uh, building a new bridge that goes over our uh what Claire calls the lake at our house. It's really just a drainage ditch, but it's pretty deep and water always in it. So when uh, when he came and dug out the ditch, he tore up the bridge. So I had to go build a new bridge for Clara. And uh, I was out oh, Tuesday night till like ten thirty. Last night? No, Tuesday night. Tuesday night. Yes. Building a bridge. Yes. Yes. Well, we so had to go. You just didn't like Listen, lay a plank. Over? Talk about plank. <laughs> like I tried. Little wooden, I tried uh, to do some plywood over it. It just it yeah. broke. Uh, handrails? Did you handrails? No, no handrails yet. Okay. No handrails yet. I came home yesterday, too, after it was up for one day, and uh, she had covered the whole thing in chalk writing. So, uh, anyways, I'm looking to get rid of my third child, if anybody would mm. uh, would like to take on an 11-year-old. She's Chris? The, she's the sweetest McLean of all, man. Wow. That oh, was a statement. Wow. She's, she's awesome. Yikes. Shot to the heart. Yikes. I just as happy as she is. Enjoy Hopefully my wife's not going to listen so to kind. this. She might lose her stuff right there. <laughs> Chris, how's your week been? It's been okay, man. Just an uh, old curmudgeon. That's what I am. I'm mm. an old man. Mm. Nothing interesting. Just drive to work, 
Just being old. Just be old. Listen to angry podcasts and hurt, hurt, <laughs> hurt. Get up and grunt every morning. Bend over mm-hmm. to tell my shoes, grunt and hurt. Yeah. So that's about it. It's the long and short of it. Wow. That's spring break's next week for Anna Grace, right? It is. She's you got, got spring big, break and big spring break plans. Well, I think uh, plans have been made without me. So uh, oh, well. it tells you all you need. <laughs> story of all you story need of my life. <laughs> Since Dad's got to work, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, that's the for real. Yeah, that's the excuse. Oh, you're just left at home. Yeah. Oh, Man, yeah. sorry. Now, 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 nobody's listening right now, so you can be honest. Yeah. You actually prefer that, don't you? Like, be at home by yourself? I'm not going to comment on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going. I'm not going down that path. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Well, well, we're here for, I guess, the passage, aren't we? Now, you got to talk about upcoming events. Well, yeah, upcoming events. This I've already is, oh, messed up the this next, is our next segment. segment. Read your own script. Oh, man. Here's what? The next this is terrible. No, this we... is like the Yoda quote. Like, I can't even what's look at What's happening? Script. It's a segment of what's happening at Westgate. And here it is, people. Well, we've got the Easter egg hunt coming up. We've got really all kinds of Easter festivities coming up. Some people call it Holy Week, but we have an Easter egg hunt that'll be on Saturday, April 1st at 10 o'clock here at Westgate. One of my favorite services of the year, we have the watch service on Thursday night. Uh, Thursday night is the, the night that Jesus goes into the garden. That's also the night he institutes the Lord's Supper. Uh, some people call it Monday, Thursday, but we have a service called the watch. And so we'll come together uh, from six to, you know, from seven o'clock on April 6th and uh, sing songs, read Bible passages that relate to that time in the Garden of Gethsemane as we are there watching with the Lord, uh, watching and waiting. And then we'll have something really neat. We started this last year. Was it last year? I think it was the first time we did Stations of the Cross here. Uh, we'll have Stations of the Cross on Friday, Good Friday. That'll be from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. The building will be open on that day so people can just come in and, and pray through the Stations of the Cross, a wonderful uh, spiritual discipline uh, that I would highly recommend if you've never done it before. It's, it's all biblical, and it goes through all the different parts of the Passion of Jesus on that fateful Friday. And then on Easter Sunday, on April 9th, we will have a Easter breakfast and worship service. So we will start breakfast at 8 a.m. We will be outside in the elements. Uh, That could be eventful. But 8 a.m., and the good news is for these fellows, we will have chocolate milk at Mm -hmm. breakfast. We've learned that. Just like they had at that first Easter morning. Praise God. We will sing the doxology now. But um, (laughs) So the 8 a.m. breakfast will have chocolate milk and we'll have... uh, Biscuits and all kinds of good stuff going on. Mm. And then at 9 o'clock, we'll have our Easter uh, worship service in the upper parking lot in front of the crosses. So if you're in the Dothan area, we would highly recommend, highly recommend that service for you to come visit us. Um, Take part in all of these festivities uh, with Easter, what's coming up. But that's pretty much the big stuff on the horizon here at Westgate. Sweet. Favorite week of the year. It is. It's awesome. I'd say the the Stations of the Cross last year was the first time I ever did that. Me too. Uh, and I brought my whole family, so all three girls, and and I think all of us really enjoyed it. Claire was kind of on the fence; she didn't understand it, but my two oldest really, you know, this is really cool. So yeah. it was it was a really cool experience. It's so I encourage anybody who's like, hey, I don't know about that, come up and just experience one time. Yeah, bring yeah, and that was a good way to do it too. Bring your family, make sure your kids go, and it's biblical. You're reading Bible passages and praying, and it's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it. Nothing hokey or strange. It's mm-hmm. it's very beautiful and powerful. Some people would say, well, why would we do that, you know, this time of year? You know, every Sunday we remember the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, which is true, but, you know, we're people confined to time and space, and there's nothing wrong with redeeming the time. 
and having parts of the year where we just dedicate it to certain parts of the aspect of the life of Christ and really focusing on it. And what better to focus on than the passion, the cross, and the resurrection. So this is a great time of year, as Devin said. It's wonderful. But we're here now to get to 1 John chapter 4. That's our passage this week that we're focusing on. David, you've got the podcaster voice, man. Would you mind reading mm-hmm. that passage? David has the great... Do you have a podcaster's voice? Mm-hmm. I do not, David, but you do. You've got a radio voice. Mm-hmm. David, do you mind well, reading? I think, that's the I nice think he's story. got a radio face. I was about to say, I think it's a nice way of saying you got a face for radio. So <laughs> I was not saying Thanks, that. Was actually, Devin. Chris and Devin, keeping you humble. Devin being hey, over there. Uh, I need a good therapist. Uh, we're going to be reading 1 John chapter 4, verses 1 through 10. John writes, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. And every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist which you heard was coming and now is in the world already. Little children, you are from God and have overcome them, for he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. They are from the world, therefore they speak from the world, and the world listens to them. But we are from God. Whoever knows God listens to us, and whoever is not from God does not listen to us. By this we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God. And whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. In this love, in this the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only Son into the world, so that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Amen. Good stuff. So we talk about like exegeting this passage, high tech word for just interpretation. Like what now before we get into like application, what what do you think John's trying to convey to the audience here? What's some things that y'all picked up on that would be pretty important to pull out today? Verses one through three uh, are important. Um, and the you know, the background he's talked a lot about love. I mean this is this is definitely a theme throughout is source and definition of, of what real love is and so in verse four uh you know some stuff i was reading is is this switch to a direct address so he's he's like he's built up this argument and now he's like turning it towards his readers he's saying hey my beloved my dear friends depending on what your version says my dear friends do this don't do this do this don't, don't do this like that that kind of formula so this is like kind of a, a, a really cool turning point in the letter where he's he's now needing to address some things that are really going on to the community that he's writing to. And, and it seems it's, it, it's pretty apparent that one of the big issues is, is false teachers. And false teachers, not just like, um, you know, we might think of false teachers today and, and think of non-Christian false teachers, but like he's having to... He's talking about people who are professing Christ, uh, but but with some um, false kind of uh, hooks on their message, and even coming and saying, "Hey, I'm I'm here in the Spirit, saying these things." So he's having to. It's interesting to bring up the Spirit because he tells them in the chapter before they're filled with the Holy Spirit, 
And these guys are coming in a different spirit. This is not Holy Spirit teaching. They're denying the very that Jesus came in the flesh. That's a pretty pretty big deal. Like the incarnation. They're not listening to apostolic teaching. Yeah. That that connection to the spirit. They test the spirits. But you have the Holy Spirit. Yeah, and that, that I think that's the the crooks of the matter, right? Is they're not confessing. Which I wonder if that's <clears throat> do we often use that as our standard for seeing who's preaching something false and who's not like do we first say i wonder if they like recognize jesus's death burial and resurrection do we do that first or do we say oh you know he wasn't entertaining enough he wasn't yeah he (laughs) He was misquoted yoda (laughs) (laughs) you know we i think that's often what we do we'll say well they have this going on in their worship and you know they're not of god right you know we will we'll pin it down on something real odd or, you know, I don't know. There's a whole. There's so many. Different, it could be something deeply doctrinal. It could be something superfluous. But I wonder. Our first one should just be Jesus Christ, death, burial, and resurrection. So, yeah, I think it's interesting. The two tests he gives. Number one is, do you accept that Christ came in the flesh? That's test number one. Test number two is, do you abide by the apostolic teaching? Or are you accepting the teaching of the apostles? And so what we characterize as true doctrine versus false doctrine may be a little bit different than what Paul would say. It's interesting. I think it's just interesting, or not interesting, but something that jumped out was the fact that he, how he reminded, you know, they're going through this false teaching. He's talking about the Antichrist is already here. But he gets to verse 4 and he says, but little children. Now, now for me, that almost would seem kind of insulting. Like, wow. first of all, I'm 38. Don't call me a little child. But it's reminding them of, of who they are, their identity, that you are, or we are, the children of God, that we belong to God. And then he starts talking about how, you know, love. And, and for me right now, this first three verses, hey, that's important and stuff. But but for me, it's 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 the last half of the, of the section that we read reminding us of who we belong to right now i need to know i need to be reminded who i belong to how much god loves me that you know when you get to uh verse nine uh how many uh action words that it's all about god what god did god sent his one and only son uh that that god is one who loves us that it's it's he says and when he says uh this is what love is not that we love god but that god loved us that it's all about god when he says god is love he doesn't say love is in God. He's saying God is love. That that's where I need to find what I'm looking for. That's what I need to find peace. That's where I need to find you know. Uh, He's the source and definition. Yes, of love. yes. It's not that it's not that you find God through love. You find love through God. And to me, that's completely different. Um, because I you know growing up, I <clears throat> I always kind of struggled with that. My dad was not one who would heap praise on you and adoration and. You know, even now today when he says, you know, when he says he loves me occasionally, it's kind of awkward. He'll be like, oh, love you. And it's like really quick, like, going there, love you. And you're like, love you too. Um, and, and that's just because of how he is and what he's grown up as. <clears throat> so I've struggled with that and I've struggled with do do these people I'm surrounded with, do they do they need me? Do, do they truly love me? Even struggle with my wife, you know, like, does she truly love me? Is there something that will end that? Is there... You know, when she's upset with me or something. And so I'm just reminded when it's God is love, that if I'm looking for it in all these other places, I'm going to be left empty. But God is love. It's reminding me that, hey, everything I'm going to encounter, everything I'm going to deal with, 
whether it's like false teaching as he talks about or, or whatever it may be in my life, that if I am following God, that is where I find my acceptance. That is where I find the love that I truly need. It's not going to be found in anybody else. It's an awesome insight. And what, what you said really is, one thing you said I thought was cool, he calls them little children. <clears throat> and I love that. I think of John being older maybe, and he's like a pastor, pastoral heart here with him. The other thing that's really cool is John wrote John's gospel, writes this book of First John. That's the expression Jesus used with his disciples. Mm. So when John was following Christ, Christ called him little, he would say little children. So it's, it's kind of cool, the same exact word John uses for these followers, Jesus used for them. And I just, that, that affection of the Lord. Then you brought up a really good point about the love of God. So if we don't know the love of God, and Devin mentioned this too, it's demonstrated in what God did for us, uh, that, that he demonstrated his love by giving his son, and then we have this propitiation language. But he says beloved here, this idea of beloved, and that comes from the word agape, which is the type of love that we're talking about, not like ooey-gooey, you know, mm-hmm. I'm in love with this person, or you know, I have feelings for this person, but a, a love that chooses to love others. Um, excellent insight. I think it I think too it's good to make sure we don't separate the warning of like okay stand true to Christ and not following false and what love of God looks like because if you go to 323 it says now this is the command and one of the commentators I was reading is like John's kind of altering the the greatest commands here, love the Lord your God and then love your neighbor by saying, now this is his command, that we believe in the name of Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he has commanded. I think that's really interesting. I wonder if that's what John's trying to do is like, this, you know, let me redefine what love looks for you. It's not just an ooey-gooey passion for God, but it is a commitment to him and following him versus following the world. And that's why he goes like, through the rest of chapter 4, he's jumping between false doctrine love, false doctrine love. And he's like combining the two, I think maybe to show us that those two ideas are not very far apart from one another. That this is what love will look like. It's like a faithfulness. They have to be connected, definitely. And, And what they're going through too could be part of what you're saying is the false teachers are called secessionists. They They have separated from the fellowship and they're telling orthodox Christians to come out to them, like leave the fellowship. So you can imagine if you show up at the assembly at someone's house, it's a house church, and let's say, I'm just making names up here, Publius is missing this week. And, you know, wow. I heard, I heard last week, you know, Publius went out to the secessionists. He's left our fellowship and he's you gone. Know he was picked on as a child. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I made that name up. It just <laughs> came to mind. But he's gone out to these false teachers. And so there's this despondency in the, the the fellowship like we've they've left they've gone out into the world he keeps using that language they've mm-hmm. gone out to this other group that's teaching false teaching so the love they've got to have for one another has got to be stronger than it's ever been mm-hmm. to get through this time this difficulty what would y'all think would be some takeaways for our listeners today like if they if we said okay points of obedience application that you walk away today what what would we say would be some big ones mm-hmm. I, I still come to verse 10 that it's not that we loved God, but that he loved us and he showed us that love. He, he showed it to us. It's demonstrable. It is, uh, you know, 
John uses the words like seen, like this is something that we have seen. Jesus, we have seen, we touched, we were with. You cannot deny him because he was here physically. So God loved us and he showed it by sending his son as a sacrifice. Um, For me, that takes the weight off so much of there's nothing I can do to earn it. There's also nothing I can do to lose it that this is real, that this is this is what God did because there were witnesses who were there and who write about who wrote about it. And uh, man, it just for me it's God it's not about <clears throat> yes, I'm supposed to love God and show my love through my actions and my words, but first and foremost, God loved me. God loved us. And he showed it when he sent his son. And that's where love is found, is is in him. Uh, and that's what not leave me empty. Verse 4 sticks out to me. The one who's in you is greater than the one who's in the world. Mm. There's a lot of comfort there just in the, um, you know, it can be really tough. I mean, um, you spend time out in the world and you spend time like, you know, I'm spending time with a a different, uh, you know, religious sect right now. uh, And you just see that like there is so much... uh, a, a spirit of anti-Christ in, in the world, which is, you know, just den- that denial of Christ. And it can be overwhelming a little bit just to think, wow, there's there's so much in the world right now that so many people in the world that do not love Christ and do not recognize him. And mm-hmm. and you just pray for that mercy and that, um, that patience from God. And you know it's there because you know he's greater than than what the world has to offer and what the world's trying to push right now and that brings a lot of comfort yeah those are awesome points of application and i think with that we can close out today yeah um, first episode in the books we got it hey we hands down it. best episode we've done so far hey it yeah, is you know that's the best three preachers yeah, podcast right. we have done. <laughs> that is the absolute <laughs> best one even and with phones ringing, vacuums going off, vacuums going on, <laughs> it is a it's a busy day chaos. around the office. This is how it gets cracking around here. I mean, this is our day. Yes. No. All we do is phones. all we do is plant something, and we need it quiet, and everything will happen. And everything cutting trees, clearing brush. Yeah, yeah. We do it all. We don't talk about that. <laughs> all right. Well, God bless you guys. Thank y'all for tuning in. Anything you guys want to say to our listeners before we go? Peace and love. Uh, keep your head up. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 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 God bless. Peace and love. Keep your head up. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for tuning in. We do we do appreciate it. We will see you next week on the Three Preachers Podcast. <laughs>